opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Audio Description Project Performing Arts Museums and Park Subcommittee Meeting. We were asked that our committees open up our meetings for all members to know what we do. So tonight you're getting a glimpse into ADP Performing Arts Museums and Parks. My name is Sheila Young and I am the chair of this wonderful committee. I have a few of my members here tonight, but not everybody's here. So um, I'm going to tell you, let me go back over to this other document, our uh, performing arts mission is an initiative of the American Council of the Blind Audio Description Project. And we work to promote audio description so that everybody can have access to the arts, museums, and parks. And we promote arts for all. So that pretty much is, is a simple description of what we do. And we cover everything you can possibly imagine. So I want to thank the committee members that are here. And oh, um, Travis, promote Connie, Carl. Carl's done. I'll get Connie. Okay. And Connie. Mm -hmm. And all right, I think everybody that is on the committee is here. So I would like the committee members to introduce themselves, please. And we're gonna go, let's see. I'm gonna start with Tabitha. I had a feeling you were gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was poised on the unmute button. Um, hello. Um, I am Tabitha Kendlin, and I am the coordinator of the audio description project for ACB. So um, I am on all of the ADP committees, and um, this is one of my favorites because I love theater. Um, so, yes. And we're happy to have you. And I do want to say thank you to Travis for being our host. And thank you, Jane, for streaming tonight. So thank you. So Connie much. has declined to be promoted. Okay. Well, <laughs> so she's part of our committee. Yeah. If she doesn't want to be part of us, okay, fine. I've sent it twice and she's declined twice. <laughs> okay, so. fine. So give her permission to like unmute a if fairy you tale. Yeah. So, all right. Stacia. Hello, everyone. A very brief introduction from me, which will shock everyone that knows me. Um, uh, my name is Stacia Boyd. I am I am sighted. I am I, I do a lot of work in the audio description space with both um, uh, arts and the live art, live performing arts, but also in the museum space. So that's kind of what I what I am doing here. And um, I also happen to be in Orlando. So Sheila Young is both a colleague and a friend, and uh, as is Dan and Leslie and a few other folks. So that's me. Well, thank you for being here. Carl, welcome. Hello, everybody. This is Carl, co-chair of the Audio Description Project. Mary. from Houston. This is Mary Hanks. I describe everything from opera to film to civic meetings. I am an activist for all disabilities. I'm very much into artistic access for everyone. And I also like to mentor independent describers, especially those in audio description deserts who are feeling kind of isolated. I'm very happy to have 22 years in this field. Thank you. Welcome to the meeting. Thanks for being here. 
All right, Connie, you want to introduce yourself? Hello, everyone. My name is Connie Bateman. I'm from Sacramento, California, and I am an active, uh, visually impaired, blind uh, attender of live theater. And just recently, I joined a theater group, and I believe it's called Intervision Theater. And we uh, have been doing a lot of team building um, workshops, and we actually have an audio describer present each time to describe what we're doing. Thank you. And Travis Lolly needs to be unmuted as well or promoted, either or. As long as she is unmuted, she can speak. So do you see her? I've unmuted her from now, which is, would be quicker. Hey, Lolly, how are you tonight? Lolly, you Lolly. may unmute. Yeah. Lolly. <laughs> I was sorry. I was trying to hear the phone. Well, it's okay. We're trying to reach me. Um, hi, I'm Lolly Lieski. I'm um, in Minneapolis and my background is as a consumer of audio description for more than 30 years. Um, I have worked and done some consultants work with the Guthrie Theater here and some of the museums here as well. And currently I'm studying um, skills to become an audio describer myself. Well, so that is our committee that are here currently. We have some members that are not present tonight, but that's okay. Because, and Jackie, I see that you're here and I know you were invited to attend and we are very happy to have you here. Um, if you have anything you would like to add when we're done with our agenda, anyone here is more than welcome to ask questions, input, whatever you would like. Our agenda is pretty short tonight. So, all right. So that's our welcome. Um, Tabitha, what's the ADP update? Oh, absolutely. Nothing is going on. We're just sitting around, twiddling <laughs> yeah. our thumbs. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'll pick Carl up off the floor because I'm sure he's <laughs> fainted <laughs> from disbelief that I would even dare to joke about it. Um, let's but see. But it's okay. Um, I think I, things are kind of picking up. You know, a, a couple of the committees did, um, you know, need a month or so to recover after convention, <laughs> including me, <laughs> wore me out. Um, but uh, everybody's um, starting to to meet again. Um, we're going to uh, launch the Beatty essay contest um, sometime next month. We're moving it up a little bit. Um, the ADP Awards is going to meet next month, so people can start thinking about who, you know, what museums or theaters near them they might want to nominate for an award next year. Um, I mean, I think that people already just mentioned like three possibility possible nominations since we started the call. Um, the uh, more, more closely, the awards gala, the audio description awards gala is coming up on November 14th at 7.30 p.m. And we'll be giving out lots of exciting awards, including a audio description people's choice award for only the second year. So that's going to be very cool. Yeah, um, hang on one second. Mm -hmm. Travis, can you promote Kim Charleston, please? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. All right, Tabitha, I'm sorry. Go oh, ahead. That's okay. Welcome, um, Kim. Uh, let's see, I can't really see. When have we met since last month? Uh, we held another session of the Audio Description Institute um, that, uh, you know, Joel Snyder, our founder and senior consultant, uh, taught that. So we've got lots of freshly trained audio describers out there in the world. Um, and then more relevant to the performing to, to, to this committee, um, we sent out a letter to, oh gosh, I don't know, 20-ish um, organizations that have to do with theater and you know casting and theater education and research and all sorts of things. Uh, we sent them out a letter um, sort of 
you know, telling them what audio description is, that it is important. Uh, we mentioned the two, um, uh, oh goodness, blanking on the word, referendums is not the word, but the- um, Solution. Okay. Thank you, resolution. <laughs> I know we started with an R, I was like recommendations. <laughs> thesaurus of like every multisyllabic r word resolution thank you sheila this is why your chair um uh no <laughs> <laughs> um it's been a long day uh the uh the letter references the two resolutions that were passed at the um 2022 convention um about having live audio description uh, rather than recorded at live events and um, having audio description available at every performance. And um, a couple of people actually did write back and say, you know, thanks, appreciate it. So that's nice. Yeah. Um, and then I'm definitely going to be in touch with everyone within hearing distance um, within the next few weeks because we are starting to plan our next descriptathon which is a team effort between the National Park Service and the Uni Description Project and ACB um, in which we formed. This is my first one. So um, I'm just kind of going off what people have told me. I think, Sheila, you've done it before. Yes, I have. Um, <laughs> yeah. So there are teams of National Park Service employees, you know, rangers, park rangers, um, and uh, ACB, well, you don't have to be a member, but, you know, <laughs> ACB people um, oh, they do they do acb they do NFB, oh, okay. they do the blinded vets they mm. have all kinds of people that join these teams and for those of you that are listening the unity project is done by the university of hawaii and kim happens to be here and kim is an expert in this so kim would you like to expand on the unity project well, I'm happy and to welcome. help. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, but Sheila's done it several times and it's um it's a very um involved process, but you mm -hmm. learn an amazing amount about audio description. And the project is um taking the National Park Service brochures and writing description for those brochures and making them available on an app called the UNID app, U-N-I capital D, UNID for unit description. And you can select, I think there's over 150 brochures for national parks. And you you can learn so much about the parks because of these brochures and how they're described and the images and the features of the parks and it's very helpful, especially if you're um, a National Park Service enthusiast and you like national parks and you want to learn more about others that you might be interested in visiting or any of those kind of things. So, and it teaches you pretty amazing skills about how to think about what is good, effective description um, for photographs, maps, images. Um, you know, artifacts, things like that, as opposed to live theater or television or media. So it's a different kind of crafting of description, but it's really, um, it's amazing to spend the three days of, um, it's like four to six hours a day, I think, on those At days. Least. <laughs> um, <laughs> At least. <laughs> Uh, with the with the park rangers, the staff of the various parks working on the brochures and watching them grow in their confidence and their skills, because what they take away is the ability to write description for other things that they will do within their parks um, and in their regions of the National Park Service. So it's quite impressive and really is building a network of description writers in the National Park Service team, which is very nice to see. And it's really fun because you have, Connie, you have, you did it last year. Connie, what is your um, take on what your experience was? Okay, so we might have spent four to six hours a day, but it felt more like 24 hours. <laughs> 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 anyway, I had the privilege of being on Sheila's team and 
my audio describer from Princess Cruise Lines was also on our team. I and know, that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. It was very, very involved, like Kim said, very intense. But you do learn a lot. You do learn a lot. And you, and then you get to, you know, when it's all done, you get to go to the Uni, Uni D app and see um, the results. So yeah. it's it's yeah. very rewarding. It's a lot of work, but but you learn a lot. And they're always looking for new volunteers. So well, if and, you have yes. the time to do that, and, because yeah, it is it is a, about a week's time because you've got to do some, you know, pre-looking at stuff and then you go to meetings and then you do the three days and then you do a few extra hours. And so, yeah, but it, it is well worth your time because like Connie and it's said. A, yeah. It was very challenging for, especially those of us who are not that tech savvy to yeah. deal with the website at first, but they're very, very supportive. And, and, you know, they're, they're willing to kind of walk alongside you and help you through the website. So oh, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a good learning experience. So. All right, well, Tabitha, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, no, so yes, I thank no, thank you all for those testimonials. Um, I, I'm taking notes here because I will be recruiting <laughs> um, fairly soon. We're um, we're having our first um, planning meeting next week, and I've already got an email from somebody saying you need to start thinking about how you're going to recruit. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So if, if anyone is interested in that, uh, let me know, and uh, you know, we'll putting announcements out and like dots and dashes and stuff like that. Tabitha, this is Lolly. <laughs> Do you have uh, dates yet? Um, I think we're going to pin them down next week. I think last time we talked, we were looking for early February. Ah, okay. So yeah, Thank it's going to be cold, and you, you don't want to go outside anyway. So just you know, make yourself a nice <laughs> hot cup of tea and describe some brochures with with, with park rangers. <laughs> Sounds great. So, okay, I think that's it for me. <laughs> All right. Any questions for Tabitha? Joel is not here tonight. He is flying back from somewhere. Bulgaria. 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 Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Three um, days of audio description training in Bulgaria. Right. So um, he is not here tonight. The next thing on my agenda is the 9-11 Museum. For those of you that are listening, we have been working with the 9-11 Accessibility Team to make sure that the 9-11 Museum is totally accessible for all blind and visually impaired individuals to go and enjoy it um, to the best that you can enjoy the 9-11 Museum. Um, I have a friend who happened to be in New York two weeks ago and she did attend the museum. I've not heard, I've not had a chance to ask her what her experience was because I believe they had a guide. So I don't know what their accessibility was, but do we know if we've got a meeting set with the accessibility team or where are we that's, on that? Um, that's um, This is Tabitha. That's something I'm supposed to work on. Um, we were waiting until after this year's 9-11 anniversary. Um, mm -hmm. So it is on my list this week to get in touch with, um, I think Kim and Dan were the last people who were kind of handling it. They're going to um, hand it over to, to me. So I need to get the, the details from them, uh, you know, contact information and get a sense of where things left. Um, and then I will um, reach out to, to the museum staff and, okay. and see if they Cause I like know we talk. were going to have a follow-up meeting with them. So, um, you know, it would be really probably good if we did, because mm -hmm. I hope they haven't lost their enthusiasm. So Hopefully we'll have something more concrete by next month's meeting. Awesome. Okay. Um, the November Braille form is going to be dedicated to ADP. And um, we have, our deadline is the 25th. I know Joel wrote an article and he was going to edit and cut it down because it was a little long. It was a so, bit of an epic. Do we have any other articles that anyone has 
is going to submit or Tabitha, where are we as far as you know? Yep. Um, I sent in my article on the CVTA last week. Jeff Tom reported that he has submitted his, I have to apologize. There's some kind of road work across the street. So if anything is coming through, I am really sorry. <laughs> um, City Living, uh, Jeff Tom has submitted his report on the ADP awards. Um, I'm working with Susan Glass to, um, we're going to print the um grand prize winning essay of the the baby contest um audio description essay contest for for young people and mm-hmm. also list the winners and susan's going to do a little intro explaining exactly what baby is it stands for benefits of audio description in education for the uninitiated um and uh let's see yeah joel's working on his article um i thought that i could probably also just do sort of a quick like you know intro welcome to the audio description project issue um and also we recently um passed the 10,000 titles in the audio description Yay. catalog milestone yeah. uh, so Kim suggested that we also include that um, absolutely so, so that's a good idea um and then I, I we also thought we might do just a quick um awards gala preview because I mean the we can't announce the winners because that doesn't happen until November 14th um but we can kind of you know tease it a little bit and uh, try to get people you know excited and interested and make sure they tune in on the 14th Sheila um, I have my hand up if you guys uh I, I can I am not in that hey, I was just going to tell you Sheila that thank you Travis <laughs> all right so Stacia go for it <laughs> Thank you so much. I, and first of all, my, my apologies to everyone. Um, uh, Tabitha, so so Margie and I were going to try and put together a, a joint uh, article, um, but Margie had an injury and she is not able to do it. And then I have the best reason on the world to not be able to have enough time. It's because I'm getting so much demand for the audio description work that I do both in museums and in live theater that I am getting my ass handed to me every single day. Um, (laughs) However, the good news, as I was talking today to um, my uh, membership uh, person who's both low vision um, and an arts person, and he was like, well, do you want me to take a stab at it? So if you would like, um, Brian Smith with the Audio Description Initiative in Central Florida would love to take a stab at it. But do we have, do you need anything in particular or can we just like pick a topic and send you 500 to 700 words? Um, I don't know, Kim, what do you think? Because I know we were talking um, about no, I, th- I think that would be fine. And uh, Brian can certainly write from the perspective of being involved in a local initiative in Central Florida. That might be really good to hear about and what you've kind of created over the last couple of years with his help and all your advocacy. I think that well, would be a great story. Yeah. And here's the, he, he, he showed up, you know, five months ago and and basically changed the face of it for us um yeah. so we're we're going to pick a topic we'll we'll co- margie and i were looking at a, a topic of you know what do you have to do to bring audio description into the community mm-hmm. um, i told brian that i would call him tomorrow after we had our conversation tonight um but we've had some very interesting conversations lately um with numerous arts organizations and one of the best ones or when we get it over and over, is how many arts organizations here in Central Florida, and in a very sincere and genuine way, ask the question, which is, why would a blind person want to come to the theater? And it's just, again, if Brian's in the room, again, I'm cited, Brian is not. Um, And it is absolutely a whole different conversation with Brian's there. So I think if we can, I would love to ask him to write that conversation. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that'd that be a great. wonderful essay. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I'll talk to him awesome. tomorrow that, and then basically say, Here, here's the, the answer to the question. Why would a blind person want to come to the theater? He's both an actor, but he's also a, a patron. And I, I think that would be a wonderful article. I think, and that, I, that's I think if he could, if he could kind of frame it as, um, you know, because he'll, I assume that most readers of the Braille Forum are going to be, you know, somewhere on the blindness spectrum. So uh-huh. if he could frame it as like an, you know, a an advocacy tool that the Braille Forum readers could then 
sort of, you know, use and adapt in their local. So less of him of like telling us why right. <laughs> um, blind people want to go to the theater and right. more of him saying like, this is what you would, and this is how you might respond to someone who asked the question, yes, if that, that, if that question. makes sense. Exactly. That's, a, that's a great way to look at it. And thank you for that clarification, because we we have this um, uh, a wonderful conversation that we have kind of created in here. We have like the the blind people on our team, the sighted people, are the describer, all these different people. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to find that way because every single one of these arts organizations say, oh, yeah, man, I'm 100 percent in. But, but then why do they want to come? Well, but why? Why do they want to come? It's like, well, the same reason everybody else does. So I'm going to talk to Brian about that tomorrow. And Tabitha, we'll we'll talk tomorrow. We'll sidebar on this tomorrow. Thank you so much. Okay. Yeah. And I'm happy to, you know, you can bring me into that conversation as well, because um, I'm happy to help. I will. I will make a, a an absolute two person email in the morning. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Thanks, Jasha. Thanks. All right. So I think our real forum is going to be pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, next thing on the agenda is the ADP Gala. Do we have, I mean, you gave a little. I can't tell you much more. I'm, yeah, there, I'm isn't, there isn't too much more we can tell you. Let me think mm-hmm. a minute. We can tell you um, that there will also be audio description in Spanish mm-hmm. and awesome. a Spanish track. So there'll be the English with English description mm-hmm. and there'll be the Spanish track with Spanish description. So this will be the first year that we have Spanish audio description available and, wow. and dubbing for the gala as well. Can you tell us any of the stars that will be on or is that all going to be not secret? quite mm-hmm. yet? Okay. We're, we're still, okay. yeah, we've still some got of that some will be released to... before yes. the gala. So yeah. you will get a chance to know that through dots and dashes. And or what something. day is it? November? 14th, 14th. at 7 30 p.m okay and there's lots of ways to access the gala you um it'll be available on acb media i don't know which channel but i'm hoping it would be channel one of all things you know it should be on the first (laughs) channel um (laughs) um it will be at um the website for the gala it'll be streamed you know live at that moment 7 30 p.m eastern time and the website is adawardsgala.org. So that's um, another way. And we're finalizing arrangements now for a one of our streaming service partners to stream it live on their platform awesome. and then carry it there th- until the end of the year. They've traditionally done that on their awesome. streaming platform. So that announcement will be coming soon. But uh, that's that's. And I'm, we can I'm sure it'll right also now. be on Community because that that's how I watched it last year. So ah. oh, like in Clubhouse and stuff. Um, just where we are right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know about Clubhouse. I'll have to ask. Um, quick question. This is called so far today. We raised almost eighty thousand dollars. Yay! Wow, that's awesome. I did not know that part, so that is good news. Congratulations! <laughs> and um, if anyone how... would like to donate, you can go to the website and do yes. your bet. Yes, there is, and, and individuals right, so tell, can donate as well. So that's tell them tell them the website. It's ad for audio description ad dot org. Okay, and you can watch last year's or the year before's um, galas too on that website. I got to host last year and it was so awesome. <laughs> so much fun. All right. Anything else on the gala? I don't think so. I think we told you all we're allowed to tell you. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll learn more. Eventually. But but yeah, we, we will be releasing the names of, you know, hosts and, and stuff like that in the next couple of weeks. So uh, we'll, we'll be Leaving little breadcrumbs for you, building right. building excitement until the big reveal on the 14th of November. Okay. All right, Stacia, you are up. Uh, CFADI update. Yes. So, so Central Florida Audio Description Initiative, the last time we talked was uh, back in, I think, you know, April or, or early in April, maybe May. Um, but uh, at, at, at CFADI, we have been focusing, uh, and for those, I'm sorry, for those of you who are new, uh, Central Florida Audio Description Initiative. And um, our mission 
is to basically make all of the life and performing arts uh, accessible in the Central Florida Quad County area. Um, and so starting in January of 2022, there was zero audio description uh, available to people in our area. And we now have five theaters and performing arts centers and two more coming online. We have, I just asked uh, our coordinator for a, a number of shows. We went from zero performances audio described to we have over 29 already coming up for the um, for the 2023-24 the season. Um, but what we did is we've been focusing on uh, the things between the, the decision, the barriers between I want to go to I'm in my seat. And so we now have um, four member organizations who have not only uh, committed to providing audio description for every main stage show, but they are training their leadership. They are training their front staff and they are training their marketing people, uh, the, most importantly, the marketing people. And we have, um, I want to say between me, Marsha and Brian, uh, we have gone from nothing to a whole heck of a lot. So we are looking to between now and January to bring on, I think we have three more organizations that are coming on. And I, I want to say that all of this is possible because of our addition of Brian Smith, who um, I tried to invite him here tonight, but I, I, I don't think I got the things to him to, uh, appropriately. But um, Brian is both low vision, but also has an entrepreneurial spirit. And since we brought him on, um, we have brought on five new theaters in our quad uh, uh, county area that want to bring on audio description. So I, I think we're on to something. I, I think it's a great uh, process. And um, I'm looking forward to report ba reporting back in a few months. Did I lose you guys? Do you let I still hear you. Oh, I'm here. Okay, but that was that was my report, which is basically okay. that we have gone from zero audio description in Central Florida to over uh, five organizations plus twenty nine um, uh, performances, and we just got a request on Friday from a local college uh, university who is doing a special event, and they I have not had my main main conversation with them, but I have been told that they are going to be bringing in sixty people from the blind community. Wow. To see the secret garden wow. in Daytona Beach. So uh, we're, we're, we're getting somewhere. We are making some serious headway. And Marsha Bukala, Sheila Young, um, Brian, Chad, John, all the people on the team are just killing it. And we are moving forward with a new, new dynamic. And I did a presentation with South Dakota membership and they asked if they could reach out to Stacia to figure out how they could connect and get this done in their area so oh and Sheila on that I just found out this past week um we are on my other company we're going to be doing wind cave in South Dakota we're going to be creating the audio description for the wind cave um visitor center um so we're going to be in South Dakota in a couple of weeks Awesome. Yeah, we got to talk more about that. Okay. All right. Any questions for Stacia? All right. Are there other issues that I did not put on the agenda that I forgot? Um, Sheila's Lolly. Uh-huh. I just wanted to uh, share that... Um, Last month, we talked about uh, sort of recruiting membership for this committee mm -hmm. and that we didn't have a coordinator on the committee. Um, so I had a meeting with um, the coordinator at the Guthrie Theater here and her uh, supervisor, who used to be the coordinator, um, and mentioned this to her and asked if she would be interested. And she did, she did say she would think about it and get back to me. Okay. Her name is Robin DeCourcy. 
And that is why we are holding this meeting for the public tonight is because we are very interested in finding new members for this committee. Um, our mission is that if you are interested in being part of the committee, you need to be an advocate for audio description in the areas that we're talking about. And we wanna know what you can bring to us because just being on a committee isn't i mean it's great to be on an acb committee but we want you to take part in what we do we want you to be integral in what we're our mission is because we've got goals and one of our goals is residential libraries, which we haven't even touched tonight because we've, we're have we trying to get through the this year and then we're going to, as soon as the gala is done, then our next step is the presidential libraries and we're still working on theater. So we've got so much to do and we need people to help us do it. So Anybody else on the committee have anything to say? I don't. I, I need your volunteer hours for September. And um, let's see. That's all I've got on the agenda. So let's open it up. Hey, look, before you before you do that, this is Lolly. Then I do have absolutely a couple more things from that meeting. Just to mention that um, <clears throat> part of our discussion was about how do you get information from the audience about what they want. And so we discussed potentially doing some focus groups and that may happen. And then another question that the folks there raised was about our, you know, in the work that I'm doing and <clears throat> am I seeing people talk about um, increasing diversity in the describer core? Um, and one of the issues that they raised is that the folks who are doing description for the Guthrie are it mostly women and mostly white. Um, and they actually, I would say all white. And so I, I do see that in the Facebook group. Um, I see discussions come up about it. I know it's been discussed on the ADP list um, and that this is one of the issues that they're, they're struggling with right now. And also with, um, ASL interpreters, though not as much, but that um, that really looking at um, trying to be culturally sensitive uh, when doing shows that have themes that mm -hmm. would really yeah, require that you. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah I hear you. So, um, the problem so is, if you don't have people that are interested in doing audio description that are in the different cultures, then what do you do then? And so that you was want part to of offer. Yeah, you want to offer yep. audio description no matter what. So what was their was, solution? Well, that was part of the discussion is how do you do that? And some of, you know, we talked about where do you, where do you sort of recruit from? Where do you go and talk about this to folks who don't know about it so that it might be um, a way in to have that kind of a discussion. We didn't generate a list, but we did talk about a few uh, options and building the audience as well. So not just looking at um, folks who are our regular patrons, but looking at maybe going into schools and starting to do some education there. And uh, they've done that previously, but just um, I think what you raise is one of the issues that they're running into is that it is just difficult to um, raise consciousness about this and also to recruit uh, folks to do this from a um, variety of cultures. But I Carl, just wanted to raise that as an issue. So this is, um, Carl, Carl, go yeah. ahead. Okay. This is Carl. Um, there's actually a group, an organization here in Massachusetts called Think Outside the Box, which is trying to recruit people of different cultural and diverse backgrounds and train them to be more culturally diverse. So um, it might be worth maybe having Sam Gould or, or one of the describers of the diverse backgrounds on one of our calls to just 
got how they're going to, about doing it and how they're being trained. I don't know. That's and a great to idea. To follow up Carl. from what um, Carl's talking about, if you go to the ADP website, adp.acb.org, one of the lead links under the news main main section is interview with Sam Gould, who is the president of Think Outside the Box. It's VOX, V as in Victor, O-X. Oh, thank um, you. I, I as, as, really... a, as a word for, I guess, Vox is like audio. Um, I think oh, if I'm something. remembering that right. I thought it would box with my hair and laugh. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, well, it kind of, I think it's a play on words, but it, it is absolutely. Was, yeah. So um, I think it would be really good for you to listen to the interview with her that's posted on the ADP website because she does talk about the whole issue of how she started the organization to to get more diversity in the Boston area describer pool, which looked pretty much like the one you just described for the, the Twin Cities area. <laughs> so um, well, we you, have had Kim, some luck. Do you, do you think Sam would be willing to come to our one of our meetings? I think I might have enough pull with Sam yeah, to have I her think come. We can talk her into it. So awesome. Yeah. Well, let's she, see if we can I, do that in October. And she I was mean, also part of a panel that Tabitha hosted at the audio description conference last June. Yeah. And so that's available on the ACB website as a download in the um, ACB focus audio description section. Mm -hmm. You can subscribe to that. And, and it's one of the, um, one of the that's sessions as well. Yeah, that was a, the panel that Carl and I did. It was um, AD for Kids, but um, Carl oh, brought in right. Sam. And, she does uh, open yeah. door theater too. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. yeah. And, and a... Sheila, if I if I can wait in on this one a little bit, yes, ma'am. Um, so right now we have more shows than I have audio describers. So mm -hmm. I have been recruiting. I've been working very hard to like bring in a, a, a new class of audio describers to the Central Florida Audio Description Initiative. And I was very, I think I feel I'm very fortunate. I've had um, a range of ages and, and genders and all this kind of thing that, that applied. Um, but at the end of every day, it's that what we're trying to do is to provide a service and the service should be paid. And the people who are trying to work need to be able to, 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 to take the time to do this. Um, I think Part of the time is like the question that, and, and, I, and I have been posed with this question. I've had uh, museums or, or um, excuse me, theaters ask me, well, what is your diversity? And I'm like, my diversity is who is available. And um, we have worked very hard to recruit um, from all across the diversity, the spectrum. Um, but at the end of the day, my position and the Central Florida Audio Description Initiatives position is, is that I... I, we will describe any show. I want more diversity, but I am not willing to sacrifice um, to say I don't have a describer for the show because I don't have diversity. Um, and, uh, and I think it's an important conversation to have with the organization, with the community, to be able to say, it's like, you know, where where is our priority? Um, I think as, as describers, especially as, as, as organizations that try to recruit describers, we should absolutely reach out to all of the, the, the various, uh, everything. There should always be outreach. But at the end of the day, I'm looking for who's available and are they any good? And I think that that's, uh, that's, that's going to be one of the hard questions to ask. It's like, we're here in the provinces in Orlando. I mean, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get folks that, that, that want to embrace this idea from a group of people who've never heard of it. And um, I, I don't want to, I don't want to say to somebody, it's like, no, I, I don't want you because you don't fit my, fit the demographic. Well, no, it's, it's a, it's a, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. So I, um. Stacia, this is Lolly. I, I I totally understand where you're coming from and and under in and agree with your um, premise. This is a, a this is an area that's tough, no matter whether it's audio description or what it is to kind of break into a community. It so Amen, often sister. requires someone from that community to be the one to to sort of lead that, mm -hmm. and that also is a challenge. But I think. Um, we continue to, to work at it. And the more we continue to bring folks in, I, as we do these, you know, the, the 
ADI, the Institute, and as other classes are held, you know, when we start to see folks um, come in, then really is trying to nurture that. There's a an audio description meetup that happens uh, on the first Wednesday of every month. And that is a group of folks. There's a, some regulars that show up, but there's a lot of people on that list. And um, a number of them have come out of Joel's class and and the classes that Colleen Connor teaches. And um, so, and I know that there is a, at least Colleen is working on trying to, trying to bring in folks from um, diverse communities. And it's not easy, no matter what, you know, and we just have to keep working at it. And like I said, it's better if someone from that community can do it rather than someone like me going into that community mm-hmm. and saying, hey, y'all, you know, can you come and do this thing that... It 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 requires, um, I think, uh, time and patience and some um, some networking within those communities. And I know the thing that we learned in doing some of this in other areas when we were doing accessibility work at the agency I used to work for was, if you don't have faces that look like them, you're probably not going to get them. And right. and that is the that's the trick. Well, and, and I would I would just add into that though, and and this is the I think that for for you know again we're here in Orlando we're in Florida, but we're in Florida. Um, we are what we're trying to do is our and again and this is what I have made the 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 point with the CFADI group is that our priority is providing the service for the user. It's like. I want to do all these other things, but if it's a choice between having the the right demographic or having audio, uh, the audio, an audio describer at all, then we put in our audio describer. Um, we have so many organizations that want, and they all want every to to a person to a one. They want to serve the community, and I'm like, well, then there's no barrier. If you want to do it, we will we will help you. Um, and I think that there's there's two there's the 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 audience facing side and then there's the organization facing side and in the organization facing side it's like absolutely I work hard to to recruit and to find people from every different demographic but every month I got to work a calendar and the calendar is who's available and who's trained and who's any good. And that's kind of I, I don't want to deny people the opportunity to go see a show because we we are we're we're lacking this month on a demographic whereas next month the following month we're going to find that person they're going to be here for us i know they want to be here for us and i think that we are we are uh in central florida because we are um we we have a very broad community um i think that we have the opportunity to make make a difference and i and, I, and i'm looking forward to that I, this is Lolly. I just want to respond and say, I don't, I, I'm not in disagreement with you at all. It's an either, it's not an either or, it's a both and. Yes, and. And, and let's see, Carl, if we could, let's see if we could get Sam to come to our October meeting and have this conversation, because I think it would be a great conversation. Yeah, I'll I'll work on that tomorrow. She's a good friend of mine. We we talk all the time, so I think awesome. I can get her on. All right, thank you. All right, so if there's nothing else, I would like to open it up to anybody that is listening. If they have any questions or input, if you have in um, an interest in learning more about our committee or just have a question. So Travis, do we have any hands? We do have a couple and Diane, you are first. Hi, how are you? You you may unmute Diane. We'll send you an unmute request to see if that'll help. All right. While you're figuring that out, we'll move on to, I believe that's Lisa G. Boy, Travis, you're good. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Lisa. How are you tonight? All right. Oh. I'm okay. Thank you. Now, I've been going through a hard time the past year of 
losing my guide dog. I won't go into it. But I just need to tell each and every one of you how I'm appreciated, how important the work you're doing is. You know, I, um, it's not perfect yet. You know, I've gone, I moved back to New Jersey and um, I went to New York and they had a recorded audio description and it was all out of sync with what they were doing on stage. But still, <laughs> there was something to know. You know, it was better than nothing. Uh-huh. And it's so important. And I was on the plane and I was able to get audio description on on movies on United on one plane, but not on the other. <laughs> That's okay. But we're going, you know, there's a progression and, and I'm not able to be, to get involved right now, but I just want you to know how much I appreciate it. And then other people I've been telling you about all your description, other organizations, how great, <laughs> what a great job you're doing. Just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And also the lighthouse of Broward, they have a COVID support group. And if you're looking for, they have a varied interest of um, cultures in that uh, it's called a COVID support group. It meets once a week. If you're interested in doing any, I'm, an, I'm still a member. I still call in on that. If you're interested in getting a focus group or something that they may be interested in participating in, you get culturally, culturally diverse answers or, you know, input. So, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can't believe how life has changed for me with audio description and thank you for all you do. Oh, thank you, Lisa. Thanks for being here. And this is Carl. I just also recently lost my guide dog, so I know exactly what you're going through. Thank you, Lisa. This is Kim. And it's it's nice to hear those words because sometimes we think we're beating our head against a closed door and we're trying to open them and and we do make progress. And sometimes we just don't step back a little bit from the successes to really think about what we've accomplished, which is a whole lot. So thank you for helping us appreciate what we've done a little bit and know that we do make a difference. Thank you, Lisa. It's good to hear you. All right. All right next is, okay, go ahead. I'm Diana. Diana. Oh, yes. yes thank you. I, I was just getting out of the shower. I mean, and I was like thinking that I was on the phone and I said, oh my God, I'm at Zoom. So that's why I couldn't unmute. But um, it's the first time I listened to this, uh, to this meeting. Um, and uh, I, uh, well, uh, whatever um, the, the previous lady said uh, is just basically what I was going to say, but uh, I second her in everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I came from Florida to Virginia three years ago. Um, and uh, I- Why'd I, you leave? <laughs> You should not have left. I'm in Florida. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, yeah, but because I I I I don't do well with the, the, the weather. There's too humid. It's too hot for me. And uh, also, I wanted to get more of um, say more qualified entertainment. If, if you if you understand what I'm saying, I had to go either to to Broward or I had to go to um, to uh, West Palm Beach. You know. To, to the Kravitz Center. Every time I wanted to see a concert, I said, "Not here. I go to." I'm like 20 minutes from the, the Kennedy Center. So oh, okay. So yeah. so are you enjoying audio description? Is that what you're saying? I do. Um, as a matter of fact, um, I have it on my Netflix. And I asked my son when he came here a couple of weeks ago to fix it into my Apple TV because I don't know why. I, I just I can't put it in there. But uh, the Kennedy Center has it, so uh, even the ballets, um, I go with my boyfriend, uh, had to move to to Virginia to get a boyfriend. So anyway, uh, so we live in the same building and we we enjoy the same things because he's also a musician and he's a lawyer. So basically we we enjoy the same things. We go very often to the Kennedy Center and we we watch movies with the other description. I have still some sites remaining, but lately it's becoming more and more difficult to distinguish some details in a movie, especially in a theater, because it looks like the screen is so big that is like, you know, it's not as clear for me as it used to be. So I really appreciate the work you guys are doing. I think it is so important, so, so, so important. And uh, I, I, I don't know exactly what is your focus besides uh, theaters now, local communities, but um, I think that uh, I, I know that Netflix already has it, Apple TV already has it. So, what is what are you guys? Uh, what other mm, say large organizations you guys are, are, are focusing on next? 
Our focus uh, is museums, the arts, museums, and parks. So theater, um, live performances, museums, and national parks. The Netflix that comes under another subcommittee, media subcommittee. So our subcommittee is strictly the performing arts, live arts, the museums and parks. So that's what we focus on. Carl Richardson is on the call and he's the chair of the media audio description committee. So maybe he could tell you there was a panel at our conference back in June with all the streaming services who are doing anything. And he could give us and that a was awesome. quick overview because <laughs> it was really amazing. Are Carl, you, you want to give that real quick? Because we do have another hand. Well, with that, um, do you want to tell her about what the media, media committee does? No, so the, media, the media committee looks at all areas from television, cable, streaming services, um, uh, and it's getting very complicated streaming services because we got paid streaming services, what they call fast, free ad supported television. And it it getting very confusing. But we try to do all things media that you basically will watch on your smart your device or your or your television. Um and if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. My contact information's on the audio description project website. So we we did, um, we're just wrapping up an agreement with um, Max, which used to be HBO Max, and they're doing a lot of content. We've had some really good conversations with, you know, Amazon and Prime Video, um, Hulu's doing more, of course, Disney does, Apple TV, you know, that's probably going to change in 2024, and, and, um, just yeah, who, just like Warner Brothers and um, Max and, and you know merge together, I think we're going to see a lot of changes and yeah, Hulu and Disney. Hey guys, hey hey guys, we've got one more hand and we got three minutes, so let's take this hand. All right, Jackie, <laughs> you may go ahead. Diana, thank you so much for yeah, calling. Thank you, Diana. Jackie, hi. Hi, uh, my name is Jackie Vanderbeck, and I am the Education and Community Engagement Director at Broadway Sacramento. I was invited here by Margie Donovan, one of uh-huh. our loyal patrons, uh-huh. um, and I facilitate the audio description, open captioning, and ASL programs um, that also include a tactile um, pre-show presentation for um, our patrons for both Broadway on Tour um productions as well as our other um our other facility which is broadway at music circus and i this is my first um, time coming to this meeting i'm learning a lot i'm excited to continue to learn and um i would i would love more information well jackie this is the only time that we're going to be public our meetings are monthly but if you would like to come to our meeting, our next meeting is October 16th. It is 8 o'clock p.m., same time, but different channel. <laughs> Not the same channel. But if you are interested in attending that meeting, we would love to have you. Wonderful. So, I'll put and that Jackie, down. this is Kim Charlson, and there's also the ADP website for the Audio Description Project. It's adp.acb.org, and it's got just loads of information about all kinds of things, breaking news. We try to change the homepage fairly frequently to give new information, new details, and we have some discussion email lists as well. So you can find out about those on the website and stay in touch with us. Wonderful. Um, I wanted to also add that we work with five audio describers as part of our um, both seasons. Um, and also I am sighted, um, but I, my sister um, is blind and went to the California School for the Blind. She passed away um, a few years back, but I'm excited to, um, you know, continue to learn and be able to provide this service to our patrons in her honor as well. Well, we appreciate you and we appreciate what you do. So thank you so much. 
We've got about 30 seconds. I want to thank my committee for being here. I want to thank Travis for hosting. Thank you, Jane, for streaming. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you want more information about joining our committee, please reach out to community at acb.org and request Sheila Young because I am the chair of this committee and then we will reach out to you thank you everybody for being here our next meeting is october 16th <laughs>